Welcome to Champion Church of the Nazarene's weekly sermon podcast. Each week brings a new message that looks to invite you into a new life brought by Jesus Christ. We hope you are inspired and changed by God by the message brought by today's speaker. If you would take your Bibles and uh, open them up to the book of 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 4 uh, this morning is where we are going to be. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4 this morning as we uh, engage in uh, the title of the message entitled Finish Well. Uh, Now, this is a message title and theme that I have used uh, several times over uh, when it has been my last Sunday in a particular uh, place, Um, although the text of the message and the content of the message is a little bit uh, different than than I usually do. Uh, Each time, the the title and the theme are are the same, and it's an encouragement for all of us. Uh, to finish well. Now, if you are 35 or above, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand this morning. Uh, 35 years old or above, maybe even 40, I'm not real sure. I can remember it, and I'm 49. Uh, when I was a kid, there was a cartoon on, on Saturday mornings predominantly, but through the week as well. And this little cartoon fella, he had a he had a little thing that he would sing. I'm not going to sing it this morning, but it would, but it would go something like this. And if you know it, then you can finish it, um, because I know that you'll probably want to. I fight to the finish, because I eats me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I was waiting for somebody to do the toot toot, but oh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> there we go. All right. I feel better. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, I want to begin this morning uh, in verse number 6. 2 Timothy chapter 4, beginning at verse number 6. And if you are able, would you please stand for the reading of the word this morning. The Apostle Paul writes, and and is subtitled in my Bible, Paul's Final Words. He writes uh, to young Timothy, his protege, As for me, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness that the Lord the righteous judge will give on that great day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who will eagerly look forward to his glorious return. Verse 9, please come as soon as you can. Talking to Timothy there. Uh, Back to verse 7, I fought the good fight, I finished the race, and I have remained faithful, and now the prize awaits me the crown of righteousness that the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that great day of his return and the prize not just for me, 
but for all who eagerly look forward to his glorious return. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. And we thank you, Father, that you strengthen us and encourage us and give us the ability to finish well. Lord, I pray today that that your spirit would speak truth to us in these moments. Lord, I pray that you would hide me behind your cross, that the words that come out of this feeble, frail, human, fleshly mouth would be transformed by your spirit to, to be the words that you would have for each and every one of us. And help us consider, Father, what we must do uh, to have the same attitude the Apostle Paul has here in, in this little passage that we would in, endeavor to finish well. We thank you in advance for all that you're going to do. For it's in the name of Jesus we pray this morning. Amen and amen. You can be seated this morning. We might as well face it and we might as well get used to the reality that our walk as a Christian is going to be a fight to the finish. Just like Popeye said, I fight to the finish. The reality is, and, and I've said this before, and in many different uh, places and locales, I wish that I could say that, that the Christian life is a life of ease, that we are saved and we just wait for God to take us home. But the reality is that the Christian life, this journey that we are on many times is going to be a fight to the finish. Now, the Apostle Paul is writing to young Timothy, his protege, um, and he's being very straightforward in what he has to say. I like that about Paul. I'm kind of the same way. I've always told folks, and in certain uncertain terms, don't ask me what I think if you don't really want to know. And, uh, and it's gotten me in trouble uh, from time to time. Uh, but Timothy is hearing these words from Paul, who was very straightforward in what he has to say. His words are filled with encouragement, and that's what I'm endeavoring to do this morning, is to encourage and, and, and assurance that he can finish the course. And let me just encourage each and every one of you this morning, no matter where you are in the journey of faith, it might be a difficult time, it might be a, a pain-filled time, but because of the grace of Jesus Christ, you can finish the course. In Paul's mind, the finish line is just ahead, and, and he's going down the stretch, and in many ways, we can kind of relate to this. The finish line is just ahead. We can see the end in sight. We have made many sacrifices, perhaps, and more often than not, you and I, we have faced many, many battles along the way. And everything that we have done up until now will all be for nothing if we don't finish the race. Our daughter, Kendra, <clears throat> when she was in high school, was on the high school track team. And, uh, and as they do, they, they had shirts for each and every one of the track team members uh, to wear to their meets before they would en engage in whatever meet that they were doing. Our daughter um, was a shot putter. Uh, she threw heavy things for fun. Um, 
And the shirt, I love the shirt. I have a picture of it saved on my phone, and that's been several years ago. The saying that they had when our daughter was on the track team, start strong, finish stronger. And that is a wonderful reminder to us. We start strong in this Christian life, but we have to finish stronger. It will all be in vain if we don't finish the race. You see, the Greeks had a race in their Olympic events, in their Olympic games, that was unique. The winner was not the runner who finished first. It was not the one that finished first. It was the runner who finished with his torch still lit. I don't know about you this morning, but I want to run the Christian life, this race of faith, in such a way that my flame of my torch is still lit on that day that either Jesus comes back or he calls me home. Matthew chapter 24, verse 13 reads this way, But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And it says there in Hebrews chapter 12, verse uh, that wonderful verse uh, at the beginning of that chapter, it says in verse 2, it says that Christ, this very same Christ, endured the cross, despising its shame, and has sat down at the right hand of God. Jesus didn't sit down because he was tired. He didn't sit down because he needed a water break. Hebrews, the author of Hebrews says, Jesus sat down because the work of salvation was finished. He finished the mission. You see, you and I need to lift up our heads with spiritual eyes to see the finish line. Do you know where you are going one minute after you die? Do you know that when you take your last breath on this side of eternity, where your first breath on the other side will be? We need to lift up our heads with spiritual vision and see the finish line. Even those of us who are Christians, because the reality is the devil, as we know, comes to seek to steal and to kill and destroy. And he does that many times by simply distracting us. And before long, we are, we are like a ship without an anchor. We have found ourselves drifting away. We need to lift up our heads with a spiritual vision to see the finish line and be intentional about crossing that line. The words of, of this passage of Scripture give us a beautiful picture of Paul. Paul the prisoner at the very end of his life. He is calm <laughs> as he awaits the last hours in a dark cell. His words refer to the past, the present, and the future. He writes, and we read this this morning, I have fought a good fight. The time of my departure is at hand. Henceforth, this is a different version, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. You see, there's not many places in the Bible that you and I are encouraged or instructed to look back. As a matter of fact, there are many more warnings 
about looking back, then there are encouragements or instructions to look back. But there are times when we need to look back to reflect and review. And that's what the Apostle Paul is doing here in this passage of Scripture as he awaits what is about to behold him. About He is going to soon be martyred for the faith. And as you and I look back, as we are running this race, as this race that, that of the Christian life unfolds out before us, as we run this way, race, we are encouraged also to look back. You see, Paul made it clear. He made it very clear over and over and over again in his letters that he did not reach the finish line without opposition. The reality is all of hell opposed him. And let me just say this to you with all sincerity, because you are a Christian this morning and have claimed the name of Jesus Christ, all of hell opposes you as well. There, in Paul's uh, atmosphere and his, uh, how he worked, demons and evil spirits came against him. The world pulled at him. The flesh tormented him. You see... And I don't have to say this because you already know it. Life is a struggle at times. We are running a race as Christians that requires effort. We must continuously advance in one direction, heavenward, towards the cross. We run this race while fighting against powers and principalities and rulers enthroned in high places the scripture declares. You see, the devil is a defeated foe, but he's not an idiot. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that when he comes to whisper into your ear, he knows just exactly which buttons to push? He's not omniscient, but he knows just enough. And he seeks to destroy you. Paul told Timothy, that he had fought a good fight. The reality is that the Christian life will be a fight to the finish. So is it your intention and your desire to finish well? Paul did. He encouraged Timothy in the same way, and he encourages all of us by extension to finish well. In 1968, Tanzania chose John Stephen Akwari to represent them in the Mexico City Olympics. Along the way, as he ran, he stumbled and fell, severely injuring both his knee and his ankle. It was 7 p.m. of the event that he was running in, and a runner from Ethiopia had won the race. Everyone else had finished, and there were only a few thousand spectators left in the huge Olympic arena. All of a sudden, and without warning, a police siren caught everyone's attention. Limping through the gate came 36-year-old Akwari with his leg wrapped in a bloody bandage. The people that were left in the stadium cheered enthusiastically. Afterward, a reporter at the gate asked him the question that was on everyone's mind. Why continue the race after being so badly injured? His reply, my country 
did not send me 7,000 miles to begin a race. They sent me to finish one. You see, you and I, we go through difficulties. We go through hardships. We go through trials and temptations. But I'm so thankful that we do not go through those alone. We have been through some dark valleys. In spite of it all, as we have kept close to the Lord, we have fought a good fight. We have been wounded and scarred, perhaps. We've shed tears and experienced broken hearts. But through it all, through it all, God has been and always will be faithful. And his words still ring true today. The words of scripture, neither will I forsake you, neither will I leave you. I'm so thankful that he is with us. And we know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We know that we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. We know that we are more than conquerors through Jesus our Lord. We know that Jesus is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is an ever-present help in the time of trouble, and he will supply all of our needs according to his riches. Paul remembered the past. He remembered everything that he had been through up until this point. Through it all, he had fought a good fight, and he is about to come out with a victory. Now, as we read this passage of Scripture, I see very clearly some encouragement for each and every one of us running this Christian life with its ups and its downs, with its joys and with its sorrows. We sang this morning, I'm trading my sorrows, I'm trading my shame. There's encouragement for each and every one of us this morning from the words of Paul. He says, I have fought a good fight, I have finished a race, and I have remained faithful. And his encouragement for us is summed up with, in these words, keep going. Don't give up. Keep the faith. Remain faithful when it looks the bleakest. When everyone else has given up, don't. I like how Mark Batterson, the author of the book Chase the Lion, puts it. He says, faith Real faith is climbing out on a limb, cutting it off, and watching the tree fall. Real faith is climbing out on a limb, cutting it off, and watching the tree fall. That's the kind of faith that we have to have. Keep going. Keep seeking after the Lord each and every day. Seek after him. Be in his word. Be in prayer. If you want to finish well, you will not uh, find yourself too far away from this book. And when you do fall, and you will, we all do, when you do fall, when we mess up, when we sin, when we fall, get back up. When life beats you to your knees, get back back up. When circumstances come against you that are just too much for you to bear, get back up. When that person betrays you, get back up. The scriptures declare in Proverbs chapter 24 verse 16, for though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. 
I believe, and if I'm mistaken, I apologize, it was Muhammad Ali that said, you know, get beat down seven times, get up eight. You and I are encouraged, and we need to be encouraged to run the race, to finish the course. Paul talked about a crown of righteousness. When we run the race and finish the course with, with faith, we will hear those wonderful words from the Lord himself. Well done, good and faithful servant. Welcome home. You see, Paul finished well. He was shortly thereafter, these words of scripture, was martyred for his faith. Now, most likely, none of us are going to be asked to make a sacrifice that large. But there's also encouragement that we can and should remain faithful in a world that is seeking to eradicate Christianity. We are called to finish well. And that's my encouragement for each and every one of you this morning. I don't know where you are in your faith journey. I don't know the pains, the trials, the difficulties you have gone through. But let me encourage you on the basis of this passage and many other passages of, of Scripture, keep going and finish well. It's going to be a joy one day, a hundred years from now, uh, to see some of you in heaven. Now I say some because I don't, you know, I don't know what your spiritual health is. I hope to see all of you in heaven. And I hope that you're not my neighbor in heaven. Now let me explain. Because I like loud music. And I don't know if God's going to prevent that from happening, but he said if it brings joy and sometimes loud music brings joy. Now, some of you will know who the, what I'm about to say. Some of you will readily recognize it. Some of you won't. You'll have to go home and you'll have to get out your Encyclopedia Britannica and have to look it up. Or in these days, you just Google it. I love music. I love all kinds of music. But there's one particular Christian music band that I truly love. And I was introduced to them at Winter Jam in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania back in 2015, I believe. And they were the last act of the evening. And I, I it was, in fact, a, I put it out on social media that, wow, this is my introduction to this band. And all I can sum it up for in one word, intense. And it was awesome. So much so that, that me uh, loving this took my poor, wonderful wife and we stood at Alive the very next year, live down in Mineral City, down at Atwood Lake State Park. We got front row to this particular band and some of the others that she wanted to see, but, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> and we were on the front, well, front of the big field. We were in the front, right by the, the speakers. And uh, we couldn't hear for about six weeks afterwards. Um, but it was amazing, and I love it. 
Oh, you're probably wondering who this is, aren't you? So many of you have, have these in your kitchen right now. I will guarantee you, if you're, especially you ladies, have one of these probably in your house, and you probably use it a lot. Go home and Google Skillet. You're welcome. Hey, Mr. Kyle, we're high-fiving, you know. You know. I love them. So if you're next to me, let me get back to my point before I go too far down this rabbit hole. If you're living next to me in heaven, you're going to hear some. In all seriousness, though, what a joy it will be that we have finished the race and that we hear well done, good and faithful servant, that we can hear well done and we can hear welcome home. And that's only going to come when we finish well. I, I truly love uh, Mark Batterson and his writings. And in fact, in, the, in his book, and I mentioned it earlier, Chase the Lion, it has uh, something that I want to close with uh, this morning. He calls it the Lion Chaser's Manifesto. Hear these words, and, and I hope that you would cling to them as well. Quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death. Run to the roar. Set God-sized goals. Pursue God. Pursue God-given passions. Go after a dream that is destined to fail without divine intervention. Stop pointing out problems. Become part of the solution. Stop repeating the past. Start creating the future. Face your fears. Fight for your dreams. I like this one. Grab opportunity by the mane and don't let go. Live like today is the first day and the last day of your life. Burn sinful bridges. Blaze new trails. I especially love this one. Live for the applause of nail-scarred hands. Don't let what's wrong with you keep you from worshiping what's right with God. Dare to fail. Dare to be different. Quit holding out. Quit holding back. Quit running away. Chase the lion. And if we will do that and what Paul lays out here, we will finish well. And that's my encouragement to you this morning to finish well. Thanks for listening to Champion Church of the Nazarene's weekly sermon podcast. We hope you were inspired by this week's message. We'd love for you to join us on a Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. We are located at 3924 High Street Northwest in Warren, Ohio. You can also join us on Facebook Live. For more information about our ministries, or if you'd like to contribute to our ministries online, visit us at championnaz.org.